This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. My name is Al Roberts. I'm the Rappaport Professor of Law and Public Policy here at Suffolk University Law School, and I'm also the academic head of the Rappaport Center for Law and Public Service. And this is the Rappaport Center's podcast series. And we're here today with Mary O'Neill. Mary's just graduated from uh, Suffolk Law, and she's one of the four recipients of the Fenton Public Service Awards this year. The uh, Fenton Public Service Awards are given in honor of Judge John Fenton, who's a longtime member of the Suffolk Law faculty, a highly respected professor of evidence. He's also a former dean of Suffolk Law and a distinguished member of the Massachusetts bench. So Mary, congratulations, and, and tell me a bit about what the award allows you to do. Thank you very much, Professor Roberts. Well, the award is a financial award that allows those going into public service and who are aiming to be in leadership roles in public service. It provides some financial support to offset uh, some of the challenges financially of going into that area. Everyone knows that when you go into public service frequently, you're not really motivated by the salary, but it would be nice if you could lessen some of the financial challenges, and the award will certainly do that. So tell me a bit about some of the areas you're interested in in terms of public service. Sure. Uh, one of the areas that I've done some work in and that I continue to be interested in is criminal law. As a student prosecutor, I worked here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts as a, an assistant district attorney under the Commonwealth's 303 certification, so I was able to prosecute cases throughout the academic year. Another area that I worked in was juvenile criminal law, where I worked at the Department of Youth Services. So internships that have been set up for me here through the law school have enabled that hands-on work. And what brought you to Suffolk Law to start with? One of the great things about Suffolk, and was certainly something that attracted me here, is the constant link with the, that the faculty has and that students have with local and state agencies and government. So you can look around the building and find people working or people who have worked or are currently working in areas that you have an interest in so it's an incredible link they can help you get set up with internships they can provide some guidance into areas that you're considering and it's it's just helpful to know what kinds of resources are available here I'm curious did you think you were going to be going into public service when you came to Suffolk or is that an idea that developed as you were here? I did think I was going into public service. I did work in public service before coming to law school but being here at Suffolk the Rappaport Center is established to help support students who are interested in public service and pro bono work so that was something that certainly drew me and has continued to support me in the three years that I've been at school so it's strengthened that link and there's just so many programs that you're able to get a sense of what's out there from volunteer opportunities to panels that we have at the law school with you know elected officials, appointed officials, nonprofit organizations just coming in that you have that direct access to those organizations. And you were a Rappaport Fellow last year. Can you tell us a bit about what you were doing in that program? I was actually a Rappaport Fellow in 2009, so it was a couple of years ago now, but what I did is I worked at the Department of Youth Services, which is basically the state's juvenile criminal justice wing, and what my project there involved was analyzing potential jurisdictional changes. Massachusetts is unusual compared to other states in that the age of criminal majority is age 17, so many times high school seniors that get into trouble with the law you know, are getting criminal records. So one of the things that I examined was if Massachusetts made any changes and brought our jurisdiction 
in line with other states, say, to age 18, how would that state agency be able to handle that and how would it impact their various programs in terms of numbers, in terms of the cost of running those programs, and how would any such change like that impact outside of their agency? So it was a really interesting project. There's legislation that's pending on that topic now, and it's it's kind of a hot topic nationally, so that was really cool. So out of curiosity, what, what uh, did you learn from your experience in government while you were a Rappaport Fellow? What big lesson did you glean from your experience? One of the big lessons is that there's sometimes a lot of challenges. One of the challenges that I had in, in doing this project was trying to get information from multiple sources, and sometimes the information just isn't there. Sometimes places that you're trying to get information from just haven't had the resources themselves to provide that to you easily. And uh, that's something that I think is ongoing a challenge for policymakers because they're operating within the contingencies of frequently underfunded agencies. Um, so that's something that they have to deal with, is the question of whether they're getting full information and how they make their decisions. Well, Mary, congratulations again on receiving one of uh, this year's Fenton Public Service Awards, and thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's a great honor. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.